0: cliffcentral.com the unview the thin the rich and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com
1: good morning good morning good morning to you uh, it's alan ford here on the unview uh, the, the the rich and the fabulous and it's uh, good to be with you this uh, thursday uh yeah johannesburg beautiful weather cape town Rocking and rolling, summer is definitely in full swing this month But of course it's also been quite a sad week for South Africa, for South African rugby For basically for uh, for a family that I think loved their son, their father and their husband to, to the end of the earth and back I'll discuss it because I was very close to this man and I loved him with all my heart um, we'll get to that in, in a moment uh, Also we've got uh, Dova Dolla Actress Machit Meyer later on the show We've got Barry Hilton We'll <clears throat> have a laugh a little bit later on And then we're also going to talk to A.K.A. Jericho Ryan and Gerald Lotz um, yeah, So that's all the theatre stuff coming up later We're not doing a restaurant Because the opening of the show is going to be a dedication to Rugby legend, a good friend of mine Jus van der Hazen. I want to tell you that I have Travelled to quite a few countries with this man And spent quite a lot of time with this man And I had lots of fun with this person He was a very fun person He was a very compassionate person He was a very kind person He was cuckoo in the head um, And he was my friend And I loved having a friend like this in my life um, Special things that we did together Myself, Jonathan Firth and him Played on the Zambian uh, just outside the Victoria Falls, outside the Royal Livingston Hotel, with Amor, his wife Jeanie, who was dating Jonathan at the time, watching us. We played naked <laughs> rugby at night. <laughs> we were drunk. <laughs> it was really fun. We um, bungee jumped together. We we went off to London together. We went to Dubai together and did all the foofy slides and it was really fun at the Atlantis and for our birthdays because we share a, a day apart. He was a a very, you know, things happen in life. People make mistakes. That doesn't take away their, their brilliance or the work that they've done or how good they were as a father or how good, good they were as a son. Um, but he was a special man. And, uh, and so we'll start, I'll open the show with a dedication to this man. Uh, we've got Stefan blanche coming onto the show. We've got Adet Swegler, who is, um, the author and producer of The Glory Game. And I want to open the show with, I think, one of the big the biggest radio legends of all time, Jeremy Mansfield. And Jeremy of course uh knew Yurst, a big rugby fan, a big supporter, a man of years. And so Jeremy Mansfield, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us and uh, and yes to just uh, maybe do a dedication to Yurst. How are you, Jer?
0: Yeah I'm like, thanks and thank you for having me on the show. Um he's uh, I, th- I think I summed it up, you know, what? Um, he he was compassionate, he was kind con- He's a good person. Um, I think as um, happens with a lot of people in in any sphere of life, when ego comes into it, that's when things unwind. Mm. And I think ego did come into it at one stage, and that's when things unwind. Um, but he managed to repack everything into a bag and, and, and put it aside. Um, but, but as you say, he, he was very compassionate. Um, I did a lot of charity work with him. Um, I'm I'm an ambassador for the Springbok Supporters Club. Mm. Um, so we we did a, a a lot of charity work together. He was always prepared to to drop everything for for any charity and and get out there and get his hands dirty, not just arrive and appear, mm. but actually get his hands dirty and get into the the real work. Um, and He was undoubtedly probably the finest um, number nine that the world has ever seen. Um, And he was, uh, as you say, he was a bit cuckoo. But you know what? Cooker's not bad. The eh? yeah,
1: cooker's good, Jeremy. We love to be. Cooker's bit, good. Cooker's good. Exactly. We live in a we live in a crazy, mad, <laughs> horrific world. Sometimes you've got to be a bit mad
0: with it. You have to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he did. He did go around now and
1: again and do some really crazy shit.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeremy, we've all done it. Just, <laughs> it's great. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what makes life fun. That's
1: what, and that's makes, what makes people interested. That, that is true. Jeremy, I, I, I'll tell you a wonderful story because it's, it's really great. Um, I was in um, Franchuk, met a guy that I kind of uh, had a, a connection with, and he started asking me about my relationship with Eust, and then he went into a very interesting thing, and he said that his friend has just been diagnosed with uh, with the same illness. And I said, well, take me there because let, let's try and help him. So we, we drove to Hermanus, met the friend, um, had Yerst on the line. Yerst, uh, one month later, came up with the found, J9 Foundation. We did a fundraiser, raised close to 300,000 rand for this man who had no medical aid. He was 31 years old with three kids. Um, and... Uh, you know, they're going through quite a rough time right now because they're also coming towards this point where, you know, you just say, let peace be with that person as they go on. But again, to be yeah. able to do that in one month, raise those funds, donate the jersey, pull it off, um, <clears throat> is a really special thing. It's a really special yeah. thing.
0: Um, and and that, that's, the sort of person, that's the sort of person he was. And you know what? I, I also want to just um, say one thing um, and pay tribute to somebody who has backed your since this all started happening. A gentleman by the name of Gavin Veregis. The
1: best, Gavin. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Gavin, Gavin was stood by US and helped him through a lot of the, the financial problems that come with a disease like this because it costs a lot of money. And I know that Gavin dug deep and uh, I, I think we just need to doff our caps to him.
1: Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, thank you for for coming on the show. Uh, a great, great radio man you are. A great man you are in many senses. But I knew that that it would be so appropriate because you loved him to 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 comment. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank
0: you, Alan. Have a good day.
1: Thank you, Jeremy. That's uh, radio legend uh, Jeremy Mansfield um, joining us on the line. Um, and of course, when when we look at the greats of rugby, we talk about uh, uh, an orga- an organisation in South Africa that basically supports and praises South African Rugby Legends, and they're called the South African Rugby Legends Association. Um, on the line, um, I've got, and I'm honored to have, the uh, brilliant, brilliant Springbok, Stefan Tebranche. Stefan, thank you for joining us, and uh, of course this is a dedication to Yusuf friend of Estesen, but you you work with a with a whole bunch of rugby legends, and he was one of them.
2: Absolutely good morning, and thank you very much for affording me this opportunity to talk about this great man. It's funny that Jeremy men- mentioned uh, Gavin Verigis in his last uh, sentence there. Gavin is also our president of the South African Rugby and so he's really my boss. And uh, I think people don't have an idea, any idea. I don't even think that I have an idea of how much time and effort. Look, money is one thing, but you know, the time this man has for, for people like us and what he's given back to South Africa, uh, to the sporting society, but also just in general to. To charitable organisations is is something that is uh, really humbling, but you pay tribute to us. I mean, what a great what a great man had the privilege firstly, or should I say, the, I don't know if it was a privilege playing against this guy because he was always the guy that you don't want to play against, but the guy that you wanted in your team. So obviously playing against him when he was representing the Bulls, uh, my first time I was still playing for Boerland. I, I remember that it was quite a daunting prospect going to Loftus and facing the mighty Bulls. With years at the helm, and then had the opportunity to play with years and, and being captained by him as well uh, during my Springbok career. Obviously, a lot shorter than than his 89 test matches for South Africa, but also being captain in the 2000 or oh, sorry, the 1999 World Cup. We played together again at the 2003 World Cup at Corner. Krisha was the captain then, but years leading the team in the 99 World Cup to third place, where we beat the All Blacks.
1: The, this <clears throat> when something like this happens in any in the sporting field we saw with hansi we sought, we said now with you we were able to reflect back on on the fact that you know rugby sport in South Africa changes lives, it changes the way kids see things, and of course, this is what your organization does as the South African rugby legends
2: without a doubt, I mean the great Nelson Mandela said that you know sport has the power to change uh, not only society, but a whole country and, you know, and, and heal, you know, previous wrongdoings, whatever, whatever it may be. But that's what we're trying to do. We've got such a big passion for the game of rugby. It's given us so much, you know, the South African rugby legends, these guys, you know, we try and give back some of that passion, passing on the passion as we call it to, to the young kids in South Africa. Cause a lot of them, you know, are, you know, are tough times. A lot of them are in rough areas, you know, drugs, you know, single parents—it's—it's a—it's a, it's a tough—it's a tough life for some of these kids, and we just want to give them a little bit of enjoyment, a little bit of fun, and also the good values, discipline, the camaraderie, the friendships, the teammates that we've made in rugby. I mean, it's found you in such good stead. Some of us are into business now; we have to sit in boardrooms instead of in changing rooms, and it's just—you know—there's just so much mm-hmm. you can learn from the sport, and we just want to make sure that we pass some of that on to the young kids of South Africa
1: talking about years for the and what are some of your greatest memories personally
2: well i wouldn't say it's much of a memory it's more like again as i said the first time i played against him you don't sleep for a couple of weeks because you know it's coming your way and that was the, my first test was at africa we played in bloomfontein we played against ireland uh, it was my first years obviously played probably over 50 tests by then and uh, we have a little process or initiation after a rugby game or after your first test for South Africa, of course, US, Mark Andrews and James Dalton were the ones uh, looking after me after my first Springbok test. So that's something that I remember. I was honoured and privileged to have been introduced to Springbok rugby and being handed my blazer because when you play your first test, only then are you allowed to wear your Springbok rugby blazer. And US was the guy who passed me that blazer and the Springbok blazer, something that's very dear to my heart, but also a great memory and a great privilege to have had the opportunity to not only play for the Springboks, play with us in the same team but also to receive my blazer from him
1: my friend uh, i wish you well and of course we reflect over this time and we remember how great the sport of rugby is how great the the games is that that this brings people together and of course we saw it with invictus we saw it with nelson mandela we saw it with the, the the world cups that we've we've won and and sometimes not won but uh but yeah thank you for joining me my friend
2: it's a pleasure
1: <clears throat> Be well And that is uh, rugby legend himself uh, The CEO of SA Rugby Legends Stefan Uh Thank you for joining us And of course we had Jerry Mansfield earlier Someone that has spent some time working And making the magic of this man's life Come through onto paper uh, And then into a, uh, a documentary film um, Was Adette Schwerler I welcome her to the show Producer and author of Glory Game The US Fund of Essays and Story Adette, welcome to the show
3: Howard, thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Um, of course, uh, this is uh, you worked very closely over the past four years. Um, your greatest memories working with this man and, of course, filming it and, and, and putting it down in paper?
3: Oh, there are so many US memories and all of them incredible. He just was the most incredible man. Um, and as a crew working with him, I mean, initially people said to me, Oh, what are you doing? This is going to be so sad. And we all kind of braced ourselves for that. But it actually wasn't, you know, and it wasn't sad at all because just made every single day fun. No matter no matter how difficult it was for him and you know, obviously as he deteriorated it became more and more difficult to do all sorts of things. But Jurst just always made it fun and um he just yeah, he had the most incredible sense of humor. I mean the one the one thing when we were in New York, it was freezing. It was like mm-hmm. minus ten or something. It was really cold and we all needed to buy beanies. And just bought for himself um this angry bird beanie. <laughs> and at the time he I mean, he was wheelchair bound and he couldn't use his arms or his legs. But this bean this this angry bird would just chase the crew around Central Park from his wheelchair. It was you know, that was the kind of stuff he did. That was just Just brilliant, you know. I I can't say enough about what an incredible human being the Australian was. Um, You know, I obviously didn't know him when he was playing. Um, I'm a journalist and I had some dealings with him and I actually used to think he was quite arrogant and he knows this, he knows this story. Mm. Um, And so I didn't really like him before, but through this journey, it was just so incredible to get to know the man behind the fame. And that man was the most humble, caring, mm-hmm. giving human being. And, um, yeah, it was just a great privilege to work with him.
1: That being said, he also was fun, and he made you laugh, and he looked oh, at the brightest no, side. Great. That was the, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, it's, uh, I, I spoke about it at his, I think, 43rd birthday. Um, with, his whole, with his mom and dad and his family, it was actually quite funny. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I'm a gay guy, and I was like, I've had the opportunity, and this you're going to laugh at, and he started laughing. To actually sleep with the US from the of Estes. And then they started laughing. And I said, Well, let me explain to you what happened. We kind of were nervous. We had just been diagnosed. We were in Dubai. And I thought to myself, Is the heart, you know, he was breathing heavy. So I said, Don't worry, I'll sit next to you, you know, watch the TV. And I fell asleep next to him on the bed. <laughs> and I woke up with him looking at me, going, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> in the bed. Obviously, dressed. But I mean, it, 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 was, it showed the sense of humor of this man. He, he didn't judge people, he loved people. He loved people across the board, and I think, you know, if you look at him as a, as a character and as a, as a human being, um, he, he didn't, one thing he did, I, I never remember him saying bad things about people or bad words about people. He just got on with them and rather spoke about the positive. I think that's what, what I took away from him.
3: Yeah, he was always incredibly, incredibly positive, no matter even on bad days, you know, and mm. I mean, even after the cameras stopped rolling a few years ago, we obviously, you know, we became, we became like family and even, even on the tough days, he, he just never gave up hope and he just always stayed positive. And you know, something else that I, I take from him as a lesson is he never wanted anyone to feel sorry for him. And mm-hmm. that was so important mm-hmm. that that you know, that he'd be just treated normally and handled normally and that that was you know, one of the things I took from him about, you know, just not being inwardly centred mm-hmm. um and and um and selfish where you you know, when you're sick it's easy to, to to feel sorry for yourself and he never did, not one single moment of one single day.
1: Adette, I, I, I mean, I know that the, 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 the obviously the, the piece, Glory Game, the US for the best story. It's still on bookshelves. Um, it's, I see that it's on, even on the MNET, uh, not the catch up, you know, the, you can purchase it, by the way. It's just come onto the, you know, the, you can buy the, I um, did, watch movies. it's back on box office. A box office, thank you. Sorry, it's back oh, on. It's actually yeah, the leading yeah, film at the moment, yeah. Mm. I was, well, yeah. I, I, I tune in. I, that's why I saw it and watched it again. Um, again, a, a brilliant piece, but I know that this piece, goes back into the work that he did for, for uh, NM um, and for a lot of other things. Tell us about if people want to go get the book and want to get involved with the work that
3: he did. Okay, well, um, you know, shortly after he was diagnosed, I think most people know this. He set up the J9 Foundation, and the J9 Foundation essentially works to support people with motor neuron disease in a very one-on-one way. You know, families that are part of our support group. If someone needs a wheelchair, we get a wheelchair to them. If someone yeah. needs a backpack, or just someone to hold their hand, we mm. we help with that. So, so that's the J9 Foundation. Now, the other thing, interestingly, that came out of the making of the film was. Part of what we did when we were overseas was we traveled to centers of excellence where there's a lot of research going on and where, where patients with motor neuron disease can get access to multidisciplinary care. So, pomologists, neurologists, speech therapists, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And nothing like that at that time existed in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And Nyus just said to me, Odi, we need a center. We need to do this stuff in South Africa because, you know, we have to get research going there. We have to Get patient care up. And um, and so we came back and we established the US Fundivist Asian Centre for Neurodegeneration. And what we started doing is working with public hospitals mm. to set up M&D clinics. We've done, we've set up one at Clitterskia, one at Tigerberg one at Hani Baraguanas and also to ignite research and then ultimately to bring clinical trials to South Africa because at the moment clinical trials in m do not exist in South mm. Africa. And so it's a massive mountain to climb, but we're not stopping. The Earth to story doesn't stop here. I made my friend a promise that we carry on with this work and we will carry on this work. So anyone who wants to support mm. it, you're welcome to put my... Um, you're so welcome to put my contact details up on the website.
4: You okay,
3: um, can just get get hold of me via email and I can direct them both if they want to support J nine and or the center, I can give them the correct details. And,
1: and I'm gonna add something to this and I know that you would do it, that if people have just been confronted with this illness and they don't know what to do and how to deal with it, especially when they don't have enough funds. Get a hold of these two organizations, they can help you. <laughs>
3: For people who've just been diagnosed who want support, scared, the yeah. best thing to do is go to the J9
1: website. Yes, yeah, seriously. J9 is there
3: for that, yeah. The yeah. For more for Research, for research and Development,
1: 100%. Yeah. And may we yeah. continue to to fight or dispel the myths around motor neuron disease. Uh, I, I thank you for joining us, and I, and I thank you for your work, and I think that, that it's wonderful to have an anthology or to have a piece of work that not only... Sheds light on this man's life But also sheds light on, on Hope and, and courage mm-hmm. And most important, inspiration And I think that's what your work has done Thank you very much, it's appreciated
3: Thank you so, so much, thank
1: you very A much pleasure. Be well sure. um, That is uh, Adette uh, Schwegler Who is the producer and author of Glory Game The U.S. Funder Hazen story And of course to my friend We love you uh, we, will, we will always think of you And don't worry, we'll meet again my dear That we shall that I can tell you for free This is for Jus van der And to all of those people Suffering from this illness And have left this earth As I lay look. me down Ooh,
4: I look to you
1: And that's such a beautiful song Whitney Houston's I Look to You And it's a, it's a dedication to my friend US van der uh, There is a public service tomorrow At Loftus uh, Starts at midday and then, of course, uh, there's a private service that will happen for family and friends as well tomorrow. Um, yeah, go well, my friend, and look down on us. That's what I've got to say about that. Uh, very, what a nice, appropriate song. So, lots of things are coming up on the show. The unview doesn't generally start with uh, with dedications, or but uh, but yeah, he's a legend. So, it's the right thing to do. Um, so, we talk about entertainment now. Let's move finally into the entertainment section. And then comes, but I do run out quickly because I thought I'm going to sort. Balling my eyes out, huh? but uh, I guess that's what we do in this world when you're sad. Uh, but we're going to start laughing because there's some fun things happening. We're going to chat to Barry Hilton. <laughs> He's coming on the show, and then we've got in the studio uh, at uh, AKA Jericho Ryan and Gerald Lotz. Uh, boys, welcome to the to the show. How you all? It comes as close to, to to microphones. How are you doing? How are you doing? Okay, Very well. We're gonna be playing some we're gonna talk about you guys uh, interesting Firstly, your Legends of Jericho is now Jericho. And 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 we're gonna get into it in a moment, but but and you my special guest since studio, but your 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 music is DJing Hip hop, funk, sexy with a bit of a twist. It looks up to heaven. I don't, I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still haven't got it. Okay. It's, a, it's a
5: new genre, I think. Yeah, yeah. Think so, so explain it, it to me. What is it? Okay, so we're actually defining it ourselves, but we're calling it future. It's future house, a mixture of mixture of future house. Future house. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're saying sexy house because yeah, more sexy. Yeah, it's kind of like our genre, um, although it's EDM music. So, um, yeah, we basically brought both of our, our our talents. I've come from a, as you know, Al, come from a, a classical sort of background. Mm. Love yes. singing Well, you, you're you an actor on backstage.
1: Yeah. And, of course, you've released albums. Yeah. And then you've also released in the religious, uh, spiritual sector. 100%, yeah. Uh, gospel. Yes. Uh, to some extent. Gospel uh, uh, CDs, yeah. yeah. And, and and but this is different this, yeah
0: are, do you sing with this.
1: <laughs> yes we do definitely <laughs> yeah, you definitely hear my really... voice at some point yeah? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. and then and then you, you guys are brothers and yeah. you you're you're now doing you do the djing side of it they're yeah, the mixing sure. is, that, is that what we call it yeah, well, you see i'm a bit isn't it fun when someone's a little bit uh, doesn't know how it work yeah, yeah. i'm well, not a dj
6: <laughs> i do the djing side of things mm-hmm. um yeah i've played in a couple of the clubs and When Ryan and I got together, we felt that we had a unique sound, something that hasn't really been um, done in this country, and we've got a nice fusion, and it's something that is unique, but... Yeah. And, you know, people kind of enjoy it We're going to listen to it a little bit later Yeah, praise
5: Go God on, wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, We're going to have some
6: This is going to be
1: good. This is gonna be good We're going to be rocking and rolling From I look to you and crying To do, 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 do sexy music <laughs> Hey, the unview, you never know what you're going to get You just never know what you're going to get um, yeah. Alright, so um, on that note uh, We're going to have some other guests coming on to the show Okay. I mean, chatting to you about some of the fun stuff that you do And I want to also ask you about uh, going back into television Because Backstage is no longer on TV No, no But I mean, there was a, quite an interesting program about young talent And how we cultivate exactly, young talent yeah. On the line I've got uh, Henrik Heymans uh, Now, there's a very interesting little project um, It's a festival, theatre festival Let me tell you about this, guy. I find fascinating So you go into a room and an actor, scriptwriter oh, It's a play that's been done But it's a one-on-one play Okay. So I perform to you mm-hmm. So let us let me give you an example For example Let's say the plane is set up It's a, I don't know what this. I'm just inventing one mm-hmm. It's not exactly one of them But mm-hmm. it, it, it was a piece on how on suicide in the bath okay. So the person would be in the bath Acting the piece for you And you walk in one-on-one To watch the piece So it's a one-on-one theatre experience Gee whiz, Gee whiz That's very original Now Sounds I want fantastic. to know a bit about it and exactly how it works. I've got, uh, I've got um, uh, Henrik uh, Haymans, who's the spokesperson for uh, Dyrnes One-on-One Theatre Festival. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. Tell us all about this, thing.
7: Well, Dyrnes, as you said, it's one-on-one, one site theatre. It's not really a new concept. Um, abroad, it's, it's taken in... Um, Edinburgh is a massive festival each year. Um, we've just decided to bring it to South Africa, and so there we go. We've got it now.
1: Okay, and tell us how it works. Or how do? Okay, so, so I arrive. Where do I arrive? I arrive where?
7: Yeah. So so what happens is we've because it's one-on-one theatre, we've got a couple of small pieces. Each piece, um, approximately from fifteen minutes to twenty minutes long. You arrive, we take you by the hand, we take you into a room and there you are for the remainder of those 15 minutes with an actor, you alone and the actor alone. And the actor then portrays a role and he plays his piece to you. You then kind of complete her story. You walk in as an audience member, but you also kind of play a role. So it's not just sitting and listening to a monologue. It's it's kind of a dialogue where the one person just doesn't respond.
1: Okay, so it's a, all right. And then and then, then after seeing that particular piece, do you move into another room? Is that how it works?
7: Yes. Um, well, we are running from Wednesdays to Sundays, and each evening we do six pieces. So a ticket gets you three pieces. So you okay. come out of the room, we take you into a different room, and it's a completely different story, unrelated to the previous one um, with a new Actor, you know, yeah, a new feeling and a new actor you know a new
1: accent and, and and sometimes the actors are portraying a script writer and director's piece sometimes they're doing their own piece is that that's correct so you, you often find that the actors acting someone else's work or you are um, you're doing your own piece is that correct
7: yes we've been very privileged um, we've we've a lot of people who really really love this project and unfortunately we can't pay very well so um, people we've got doing this are doing it completely out of love, and um, sometimes it just happens that you can't find an actor that you want in a piece, so you'd rather create yourself. Um, but we do, for most pieces, have uh, an actor, a director, and a uh, writer separately, but every now and then there's someone who you know they're going to do it better anyway. So.
1: So. And and it, 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 how much is it? I, I mean, it's something in the region of 150 rand for three pieces.
7: Well, it's it's really um, cheap. <laughs> if yeah. you go and watch these kind of shows overseas, um, you end up paying like 2,000 rand for an half an hour show. Mm. Um, we give you three shows, each um, about 20 minutes long, for 200 rand.
4: Children, so, yeah,
7: but. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, it's very cheap, but, um, for this type of theater that's still very new in South Africa, you can't really expect an audience to pay, you know, five, six hundred rand mm. or even two thousand rand as they do overseas for, for something that they don't know what it's about and they don't know the experience yet. I, 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 um, every time we get someone coming back that, um, saw the previous show or someone just talking to people who mm. see the show afterwards, they say that they will would have paid so much more had they known what they came to see, but just um, for the newness of the project you can 't really aim high
1: give us an example of something that we can see i mean sorry, so just tell me like you don 't have to go through the whole, but there's obviously you walk into a room and there 's what on the set, what is the set, what is the Give me an example. Well,
7: I'm going to give you an example of, of one um, that we're not doing in this run, just mm-hmm. so that I don't spoil any yes. stories. But mm-hmm. um, one of the previous pieces played by Yanis Yerasmus, a very talented guy, um, you walk into a room and there's a guy laying in the bath. Yes. And he's wearing his swim cap and his speedo. And he starts talking to you about how he misses And you realize you as an audience member, you are the um, journalist coming to interview this ex-Olympian swimmer. And through the walk in the story, you realize that, okay, he has broken his neck in in the pool previously. And he's just outing himself, doing the kind of like the swan song to you as a journalist and you're there basically just trying to, to listen to everything and trying to assist basically. He ends up asking you then, um, to hand him a glass of water and you unknowingly assist in his, um, suicide. It's 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 heavy. It's it's, a heavy piece. it's, It's trying yeah, it's a very heavy piece, but it's a, it's beautifully written and most audience members walk out there feeling um how can you say feeling really involved like that matter for some in some way to this person. And that's what we're trying to do with the atmosphere. We're trying to open up rooms. Um these tiny little things that people don't talk about every day. Um, a mother loving one child more than another. Uh, uh, Mm. people who don't know if their sexual orientation comes from being abused as a child or not, and now not being able to love their lovers because they're not sure where this love comes from. We're talking about issues that regular people, are not going to sit in a bar and talk about this at all. And we're trying to get in there. And that's what one-on-one theater allows us to do. It allows you to jump into the audience member's mind and dig around there and try to change certain perceptions.
1: Well, I must tell it sounds fascinating. How can people book Hink?
7: Uh, well, they can go onto our Facebook page. Um, everything is there. All the links to the And it, it's under and
1: Dearness One-on-One Theater.
7: Yes, so it's um, Facebook.com forward slash Deurnis. D-E-U-R-N-I-S. So I it's not uh, Afrikaans. D-E-E-R. It's yeah. an amalgamation of two words. Okay.
1: All right. Well, this is. Uh, it sounds very interesting, and it, it's happening every week. Uh, you said Wednesdays. through said it's Sundays.
7: Yes, we are currently in our second run. Um, we mm. started last night. Tremendous, tremendous response, and. Um, yeah, so we'll be running until the twenty sixth of Feb in Raslow and Centurion at St. Day Spa. lovely spa.
1: <laughs> okay, brilliant. Thank you for joining us on the on the show, and of course we look forward to seeing it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Dearness One and One Theatre Festival, and uh, thank you to Henk Heymans, uh, who's the spokesperson for them. It's uh, very interesting, very different, very different. Does yeah, sound different. Yeah. It sounds interesting. Now going from complete difference to brilliance, <laughs> the one and only. I mean, he is. The cousin, Barry Hilton. Hey. Barry, Barry takes was, to this... The, the, how are you, Barry? Uh, it's called I the, am fantastic. I
0: live in Amonis. so I
1: can I, I know, It's beautiful. You've got the whales. You've got the... I actually bumped into you there a couple of weeks ago,
0: which is we brilliant. Did. It was fantastic. You we were just finishing that filming. Yeah. fantastic.
1: Um, Barry, first and foremost, this is very... I mean, this is... The, the theatre we were just chatting about is quite interesting. It's one-on-one theatre. But but you rely on an audience. That's what makes you tick. You need to have the Absolutely. big
0: Absolutely. Even my latest show, it's, I've finally done what I've wanted to do for many, many years. I, I, I don't script my show at all now. I just get on stage. It's called Evolver.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I say, hello, hello, how are you? I start off with the thing that's in my head at the moment. I have a very loose thread about mathematics that I'm talking at the moment, and then I go from there. And it's just, I'm having the best fun I've ever had in my whole career because I don't have to think, okay, this joke follows that joke follows this. I just flow and it's great fun. Uh,
1: we're going to chat about the Big Five comedy show uh, returning back by popular demand happening yeah. in Cape Town next month. But, but but Barry, yeah. I mean, you are an institution. And I've got to tell you, uh, because as a, as a Lebanese South African, um, yeah. you, we... <laughs> you were a you were a, a man you were a hey you were i mean people went mad if you if you had very, you know people you were a celebrity i mean you were a, a big boss um, and of oh, course I, so. I, I think you raised so much money for the church and for so many things in, oh, the, just, in the community you know you have um but
0: Raymond, Raymond Ackerman said something if you want the community to support you you should first support the community and
1: oh. look for that. Barry, I mean you keep you keep people laughing uh has the stick changed over the years?
0: Oh yes, when I started it was just jokes you know two Irishmen walking down the road or two Hays walking down the road and this what happened. Now I just talk about life uh, who i what happens in life and how you do this and da 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 and I just talk about my experiences it, just what happens driving to Pretoria one day something happened and this and that so it, the stick has changed completely it's, a, it's so same like music music's evolved you know mm. from rock and roll to where it is now so if you uh, if you stay in the in the background you're not going to go forward you have to move forward you have to go forward luckily i i have a little exercise that i do i write 10 seconds of new material every day which doesn't sound much but if you can't count it over the year, it's over an hours new material so I keep my show fresh all the time.
1: So, what did you write today or yesterday?
0: <laughs> uh, today, I was at like the physio and uh, he was sticking needles in all over me. And I asked the guy, I said, Listen, are you sure you're not, this is a double job. You're not part of an S&M group or something like that. <laughs> so, he just started talking about that. I said, well, Why don't you just rather beat me with a whip that's less painful? <laughs> so, then I'll go now and I'll take that and say, How do the people do that? And some people like pain. For instance, I must really like pain because I've been married three times. (laughs) So so then that's how I'll go on and then just carry on with it. She's pretty cool. And I like pain because I've got six children. Have you thought about this? Why do I have six children? There's a reason why I've got six kids. I hate children. I just like playing with Lego. So I use my kids so I can play my Lego.
1: (laughs) I I I I mean, you used your kids 20 years ago. I mean, Are you a grandfather yet?
0: Five times, and I've got six children. And my youngest, my youngest boy, is six. So my oldest, my daughter, is two thirty-eight, and my youngest is yeah. six. So, and then people, are we obviously ask me, Jay, you've got six kids. Do you know what's causing it? Clearly, females. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, so that's uh, what, I could I could,
1: yeah. I could I could think something between your leg could be causing it, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. In fact, you know, there is a funny story. Yeah. That my son Bradley, um, mm. he's also in our business. He's he's got three children, and he said to me one day over dinner, Dad, you know I've got three kids now. It must be something in the genes. And I said to him, mate, on your case, it's what's out of the genes. <laughs> so it's the same principle. And then we, we talk about that, and we have a laugh, and we do stuff. But I, the fact that I'm still working, I just love it. You know, on, on Tuesday I'm off to Hong Kong. That's amazing. And I'm doing Hong Kong, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, and I'm back again. And I'm going to Canada, then I'm back again. So it's ever Barry, like
1: Barry, can I ask this question? You go off to a place like Hong Kong, British-orientated, yes. Chinese-orientated, or Mandarin-orientated. Yes. Do, do they get your stuff?
0: Absolutely, because for a start, comedies become rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got everybody – if you go to a comedy club, you therefore must understand English. Oh, yes. So you go to – if I perform in Hong Kong and that, there's probably 30 different nationalities there. Mm. but basically they all have a thread of English and people talk English. And it's not, you know, when I'm in South Africa, I'll talk about um, having a samosa in Cape Town, okay? Mm. But when I'm overseas, I can't talk about that, but I'll talk about having kids and the pain of having kids because everybody's had kids and what relationships and playing football and people have done that. So as long as they can talk English, they're fine.
1: Well, uh, I must say you've you've been in our life uh, and you've been a thread in my life for for time and memorial. I mean, we're getting old, aren't we, Barry? Very old.
0: Well, yeah.
1: As old I'm as the woman the old you old feel. Old. How, how old's your wife?
0: <laughs> Forty-one. Sure.
1: Uh, you see the oldest... No,
0: I'm, I'm sixty-one. She's forty-two. And when we got married, I thought I'll take a chance. I thought to myself, if she dies, she dies. You
4: know <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, now, we've been together now for 12 years And she's actually responsible For keeping me on the straight to matter so I was a bit of a lunatic A wild boy But it's fine well, that's Listen I,
1: Early on in the show We had Stephen de Blanche We had Jeremy Mansfield on the show We were chatting uh, About your fun And I, I must say We were all wild And fun And cool
0: I mean, it's a little crazy. I think we were wild, but in a nice... Nice wild. Not rubbish wild. we were bad people. Yeah, we were in the rubbish. But, you know, the fact that... You're an artist, Alan. I'm an artist. We all, basically, in this artistic business, we think differently from the general public, unfortunately, or fortunately. Mm. Because, you know, we just look at things differently. And so I go around the world... Imagine that. I just go around the world talking nonsense... About my life, and I actually am privileged enough that I've filled the news. You know, you know, last January, not this, gen- in fact, this time last year, I was in Sydney. I filled the, the Sydney Opera House. Mm. And, sure. and here's a funny thing. I tell people, oh yeah, I just did the Sydney Opera House. And the first thing they say is, oh yes, there's a lot of South Africans in Australia. And I tell the people, no, no, listen to what I'm telling you now. I filled the Sydney Opera House. So. So they say, oh, well, did, did they come from Perth and Melbourne? Like, no. Uh, half the audience were, you know, non-South Africans. So it's pretty cool. I mean, look, look to, you know, you, you've got to say how does South African humor travel. You've only got to l- mention Trevor Noah's name. You know what I mean, he's world famous. Mm. And mm. he's a South African boy. So good luck to him. And I think Trevor has done a wonderful job of opening up opportunities even for bullies like me you know because well, people now sit up and say oh South African guy must be good well I mean if you look you at the, so there the,
1: we go. the great South African comedians you are one of them and I'm going to add of course oh. we've got people like Joe and we've got people like and Mel Miller. Miller and we've got the late Cyril um, and but 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 do you think Side P- Peter Dirk Ace has got to be one of I'm
0: phenomenal phenomenal that goes Peter around Dirk the Ace world is phenomenal he goes around the world he's got a huge following all over the world and you know, so pe- people seem to think that South Africa is only about um, black guys walking on the left-hand side of the road and white guys walking on the right-hand side of the road. And actually, people have asked me that. You know that, overseas. Mm. Is it true that white people walk on the right-hand side of the road and black people walk on the left-hand side? And I say, yes. Mathematically, the whole of South Africa consists of two squares. There's a, there's a square for those people and a square for those people. <laughs> and they go, really? Is that how it works? Like, Don't you a yet. idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do they still ask sure. you If they're diamonds in the streets Or if our
0: elephants are the, or our pets Yes Lions and tigers And I say Well you've got a half right The tigers come from
1: India <laughs> yeah, <they don't>. oh, <laughs> Barry again A life yeah. of comedy Are you returning to, For the Big Five comedy show Returns by them on To Grand Absolutely. The Grand Th- uh, Arena In Cape Town next month um, yes. Great to perform with people Like Stuart Taylor Joey Rizdin Yeah
0: okay. I, And I Coffee look forward to Joey's a nutcase he is a nutcase. case. I, I, he's I crazy. I love working with Joey because he's just a, he's unpredictable and he's just funny and he's, and you know what the best is, Alan, um, I can say this with all sincerity, Joey is a nice person. That's the most important. Most of the comics are nice people. People don't realise that they are normal, Oaks who yeah. go home to their wives and kids and you know, partners and things like that. And, and, nice
1: people. and people that, that are sad sometimes and and frustrated no, sometimes. and People, they, they don't think, they, they think that, you, that you're funny all the time. You, you know, yes, that is your job, but it's not your, your life. I mean, your life is just...
0: You know, but, you know what, I, I, yeah. I do a talk about my life, and part of the talk is about getting over sadness through humor. And, and a really, a, a true story happened. My brother subsequently died of cancer. But he phoned me up and he said to me, I've got terminal cancer. The doctor hasn't given me long. What should I do? And my instant response to his him was, well, commit fraud because when they catch you, the judge will give you nine years. <laughs> <laughs> so my brother and I laughed about it, yeah. even though he was about to and did die. Mm. He laughed at the fact David. in that case, I said, well, uh, what well, can I do? And I used that mechanism to get myself over that terrible a part of my life Because my brother
1: was About busy dying The, the so interesting thing do? is That we, we opened the show With a dedication <laughs> To rugby legend Yusuf Van a And a very good friend of yes, mine Yes absolutely and, and I've got to tell you That, that we started laughing Because he said uh, He used to slur When he started getting sick He started slurring And he, he mumbled yes. um, And we were in Dubai And we were on a trip together So he says to me Whatever you do Don't forget to take The doctor's letter and I said, of course, because we, they didn't want to allow us into any clubs or pubs or in, in the whole of Atlantis oh, because, because they,
0: thought they thought he was, he was drunk.
1: drunk. So <laughs> I thought, to, <laughs> so I said, grab his arm. I said, at least I don't think you're gay. So let's just like, let's, and we had to walk in and, ha- but we, the way we laughed about it, cause it was really funny. It was funny. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I used to say Absolutely. to him, you know, I used to I always said, I, I said, you got your sentence. The rest of us don't know we're going to die yet. That, that's funny. Because it's hell of a funny. Yeah. No one gets it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I said, At least you know you're going. You can prepare. The rest
0: of us are, so, you think know, we're so, not. You know, you've got to remember him with a laugh <laughs> and I, and, 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 and,
1: oh, and crazy, crazy, crazy things. I, I, one day yeah. I just I said mean, to him, I'm and I'm saying
0: ninety-three tries or something like that. He's brilliant. Him one day, why do they call it a try when you've just done it?
1: I, I said, to him, <laughs> oh, you see, very very. But but the last thing I'll end with is I said to him once, and he yes. laughed. I said, if you ever insult your penis again, I will knock you out. <laughs> that is your side of the message you should have said, if you know what I'm referring to, because it was really funny when he said, "That's not me; it's too big." I'm like, "Shut up, you idiot!" It's exactly what it looks like. Here's a boob You know, enjoy enjoying what it is. Yes,
0: that was funny when he said that, though. No, think, but, yeah, but but you know, the fact of the matter is, uh, let remember happened. him fondly. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> you know what, Katia, you? you were so good looking. I wish you was my side of the. I would have fondled everything. Exactly. <laughs> oh Dan, I cut it for you,
0: Alan. That's okay. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm
1: hurt. You've been yeah. married three times with six kids and five grandchildren. Let me tell you, you should have gone the other direction. You wouldn't have the problems. That's just me.
0: Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Pro You could have looked after me. Okay. <laughs> All, right, my All right, Well, I bless you, and uh, again, we look forward to seeing the show. It's uh, absolutely the We're Big Five fun, Comedy good. Show It's right. coming Melissa back. Louisa
0: Gola, mm. Mm. Ferriso, Stuart, yeah. myself. And, and yeah, Australia. Australia. you know, we're going to have really good fun. It was wonderful last time, and it's so the people have asked for, for one night for only, the weekend 4th weekend. of
1: March, 8 o'clock, Grand Arena, it's Grand West. And, and, and safe travels and lots of fun, And enjoy Hermanus, enjoy the whales. Uh, it's, yes. Well, hold on, it's like walking in. I'm
0: you from Hong Kong, okay? You know,
1: some of those lebs are big, so it's yeah. basically in leb territory. Yep. you've got to get right, it. you know our aunties, God bless you. And uh, that's uh, Barry Hilton, comedian. It is nice to have a bit of a laugh. It
4: mm. was a, a good laugh. Absolutely.
1: In the studio, my special guests uh, Ryan Lots and Jared Lots, uh, the AKA Jericho. Uh, I, I want to just see now, now. Can you? I want to hear what you do. Uh. They are um, again. Describe people who just started listening to us. What is the music called again?
5: Okay, so it's a mixture of well, it's uh, future house, but it's, uh, it's co- like we calling it sexy house. Yeah, it's yeah. got combinations
6: of deep and future house
5: oh, in
1: it. So, and so can we listen to it? Which one? The first uh, one. The like,
5: first one. Yeah, it's, it's
1: called
6: Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope.
5: Let's listen to Kaleidoscope Oh there's the sea There yeah. Yeah oh, yeah One of people
6: Feel like you are at the ocean <laughs> Let's listen
2: to this
4: <laughs>
1: Oh it's nice Catchy eh? You like it eh? I like it I'm glad it's really yeah. good. Seriously, <laughs> <I'm glad laughs> really, really good. I love the strumming in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the beat is great. It's, awesome.
5: it's got a good yeah.
1: groove. Yeah, it's got a yeah. groove. Yeah. Kaleidoscope. Why do you name it kaleidoscope?
5: Uh, well, it's basically about uh, you know when you look into a kaleidoscope and this is a whole it's bunch colors. of shapes, colours, mm. and it's basically telling this person that if you could see into my mind, there's a whole bunch of things that I think about this topic, and if you can get into my mind, you'll understand, you know, how I'm thinking about this subject, this very private subject, yeah. Don't turn around and go and it on me. You walked away, that's how it seems, but it's not over, I remember.
1: So if you picture the kaleidoscope yeah, it's Dimensions, Colors, Dreams 100%, okay. 100%. A.K.A. Jericho's in studio Ryan and Gerard Lots uh, That's really good That's good stuff I'm huh? glad you it the, We can play the next one in a moment
5: um, So Again Inspiration when you write the music Where's it coming from? She I could tell you that. <laughs> yep. You know, I think we just we draw from our own personal well, uh, areas. You know, You spoke about gospel, so I would imagine God is a big, big, hundred percent hundred percent. So it's that's that's uh, our centre. You know, it's, mm. it's God. And then, uh, you know, it really depends on where you are at in your in your life. You know, so if you're going through, you know, amazing times, you're right from that place. If you're going through sad times, you're right from that place. I,
1: I want to say something uh, in, interesting about this. A, a, a lot of whites, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, it's a hell of a generalization. <laughs> but I mean, have you noticed that black artists, they, they can be the biggest rappers saying the most dirty words. But they always stand up and they thank God. They use it as a center yeah. pull in yeah. some yeah. sense, okay? Mm. Okay. And these white people, you can't use God when you're raving and you can't. Re- yeah, so on a dance floor. 100%. Um, but, but ready? No. Well, I mean, no. that's a part of what it all is. Yeah, right? that's <laughs> what comes from.
6: Exactly. Yeah. You know,
1: I, I get confused. You know, I get confused. Exactly. I, I'm like, what? Like, it. The it, it,
6: it, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. inspiration it's, has got to come I, from somewhere. It, yeah, yeah,
1: you yeah. Know. Well, exactly. Yeah. No, I always see that, that they get up the Academy Award or the Emmy Awards and they're all like, praise Jesus mm-hmm. and p- thank you, my God. And, 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 and the whites go, oh, we can't do that. That's what I'm saying. This is this right? Who inspired Kaleidoscope? Who inspired this music? I mean that is that is yeah to say that hundred percent yeah, um, and then of course you guys working as brothers do you fight a lot? Have you worked together? Was you you had an acting you were in in, 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 be- in stage and theatre and that yeah previously, yeah. and you were doing the DJ DJing. DJing thing and now what made you come together in your thirties? Because you're in your thirties yeah. Well, it's,
6: it's, I tell you, well, I'll tell you okay. from my side of things yeah. is um, you know I'm a recovering addict, so I'm sober now and. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about God And I asked God one day What should I do with my life And I just got this feeling That this is where I needed to be And um, mm. he, Yeah uh, Ryan and I Almost at the same time Kind of came together That's what you've got to do yeah. yeah, yeah, and from our
5: pull side. your head out your ass and get on with it. That's yeah. really, because uh, you get stuck. Yeah,
1: you yeah. know, and that's we don't want to be stuck. That's not no, a cool You don't want
5: to be stuck. That's why you rather live in a world of
1: kaleidoscopes where things are changing, <laughs> <you've laughs> yeah, so. but you don't have to <laughs> so. be in the kaleidoscope being on another planet. <laughs> yeah. Catch my drift? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. would rather <laughs> sing it than be there <laughs> in <that> situation. <laughs> um, and AKA Jericho, why
5: did you? Why is it Jericho? Well, originally it was called uh, Legacy, so uh, oh, yeah, it moved from Legacy to Jericho. So Jericho. Yeah. So, we just changed that recently, you know, because we've been trying to get the, some airplay, you know, okay. and, uh, There's another group called Legacy. A thousand a, groups called Legacy. Yeah, and yeah. songs called Legacies. Oh, so, so, yeah, no, <laughs> so fantastic. So, can Let's <laughs> change that, please? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, we, we actually had a, uh, a guy named, uh, Dave. Dave Talbot. Yeah, Dave Talbot, yeah. And he gave us this idea of Jericho. Mm. The idea of uh, you know basically a big wall. You know the story of Jericho, yeah, of yeah, A big wall, something that was impossible, but they believed enough yeah, yeah. in God, and, and it came, came tumbling down. down yeah. That's exactly so, what happened. Yeah. And, so that's cool. Yeah. So that's why you, that's, oh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, the,
1: yeah. the market's gonna come tumbling down. You guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, the music. Where can we get it?
5: So we've got a Facebook page. Uh, it's called Jericho Beats. Uh, We've got a SoundCloud page uh, as well called Jericho Mm Beats, and um, we are also on iTunes as well. One of our songs is on iTunes. Lovely. Which one, uh, Kaleidoscope? Uh, No, holding on. is on. the next one, next one, one, yeah, next one. And yeah, on uh, we actually on iTunes we haven't uh, officially changed the name because it's actually been a week since we changed our name, so we haven't officially changed it on uh, on iTunes. Where you can find it as Legacy. Well, I'm I'm happy I've had you guys on. Uh, before you become super famous And like all that We cool also stuff. have Yeah, as yeah <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I love it that way, that's right. <laughs> Oh
1: goodness <laughs> yeah, Okay, We'll go with that one <laughs> But uh, So people can go Just download it It's called Jericho It's all changing quickly you Go to the yeah. Facebook page Yeah, um, and, and guys A lot of success A lot of great things And hopefully an album Comes out
5: soon okay. um, God. Absolutely, Yeah Absolutely When is the plan? Well, well you've released two albums before Yeah, but uh, But this is not, different another yeah, platform yeah. Yeah. This is another platform Yeah, You know, mm.
6: albums are Not really where the market is at the moment It's all really based around singles now So there's no really talk of albums But um
1: Okay but I mean yeah, so it's, a, it's, a it's, a, it's all
6: in the pipeline
1: so. But we need to get you on stage You're going to be doing Like a David Like a Guido What's it? guido thing it's and a, yeah. Doing that stuff <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> because this, is, this is cool things Thank you for joining us In the studio um, My very special guests Ryan and uh, Gerard Lotz oh,
5: Thank um, you uh. Uh,
1: thank A.K.A. You, Jericho Jericho yeah. and, uh, and we're going we're gonna to Play the, the next song In a moment I thank all my special guests Barry Hilton For joining us We had the One in one theatre Festival Dearness And of course Dedication to US Fund of SA Van der With uh, Stefan Ter Blanche Jeremy Mansfield Edith Schwechler um, It's been a great show uh, yeah, Keep him in Your memories And of course Let's always remember the, the great The great Legends that we have All around us That make this world Phenomenally brilliant And, that make brilliant. Their, and they transform Their lives in mm. some way That's, that's the key Absolutely. By the way It yeah. sees we all fall yeah. And we all rise The question is that We must rise more than we fall I mean, And that's the point no, Get you. up and Get up mm. My name is Alan Ford And this has been The Unview The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous. So we're going to end of What's the name of the song? Holding On. Holding On. Let's go Holding On. Let's see where we can hold on for something. Here we go. This is Holding On. A.K.A. Jericho. I love the strumming. I love it. I like it. Very good. We'll see you next week. Here on The Unview. The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous. Look (laughs) after yourself. And be safe.
0: The Unview. The Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on
1: CliffCentral.com.
0: CliffCentral.com.